summer camp, when everything still seems to have promise and time means absolutely nothing. When all of a sudden your fun is cut short and someone's fingers are chopped off, will you look in the canoe or will you survive to a better acting career? Hello and welcome to Gore, a horror podcast to keep you up at night. I'm your host, Wicked, and with me, as always, is my lovely co-host, TV's Travis. How you doing, Travis? I am doing better than anybody that was in this movie. Yay! That's saying very little, actually. Hmm. Also with us is the endearing, the ethereal, Faye. How are you this evening, Faye? Pretty much the same. This movie did not end well. (laughs) True. And lastly... The dread you've been feeling since you hit play on this podcast. What's up, Dreadly? Hello, hello. I'm actually doing very well. I don't know what the other two are talking about. This movie ended very well. We uh, watched a different movie. Yeah. Oh, Maybe we watched wasn't... a different version? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Mm-hmm. I, I think by well, they don't mean like happily ever after, by the way. I think they mean like a good ending. Uh, But anyway, we'll talk about that later when we talk about a movie. Um, But let's talk about what we've been up to. Uh, Travis, what you been up to? Uh, Lots of movie watching, lots of podcast recording. Uh, I am recording my fourth podcast in the last five days. Um, Easy crazy. And it's been all horror. Yes. Horror movie tonight. Last night, I recorded a podcast on uh, Doctor Sleep, mm, and Dr. Sleep. of course, we're mid October as we record this, so I am mid uh, spooky month on Wait You Haven't Seen. So, just horror movies all the time. That's exciting, as it yes. should be. Yes, <laughs> actually, horror movies all the time. Thank you, but yeah, be, be nice if they were good horror movies. I mean, Doctor <laughs> Sleep was good, but. You know, don't Mm -hmm. even don't even we're going to we're going to fight later. None of us loved Necronomicon is all I'm saying. Fisticuffs. I enjoyed it, though. Enjoyed, but not loved. I want to hear our opinions on Necronomicon. Go listen to wait. You haven't seen the Necronomicon (laughs) over where Travis has podcasts. Um, Faye, what you been up to? Mainly work, um, but I did uh, catch the new Chucky TV series, the first episode. It's enjoyable. Definitely fits in with the original Chucky movies, so I'm hoping to see it go continue more. Other yeah, than definitely. that, it's I'm just a- been work. <laughs> I'm interested in that Chucky series. I mean, although the movie, is it better than the new movie, the remake? Yes. Thank yeah. You. Yeah. It's all of the originals, so everybody's back. Mm. And Dreadly, what have you been up to? Well, uh, mostly horror movies and horror games. Do you want to watching and playing? Specifics? What have you? Been well, playing? I watched a magnificent uh, Necronomicon. Uh, <laughs> no, just kidding. It was not magnificent at all. But it was wonderful, I, though. Shut up. I'm here to time. say the opposite things of Travis. Okay, that's what I get paid for. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. I thought that's what I was getting paid for. Oh. <laughs> Oh, so it's all against Travis. Okay, gotcha. Aw, poor Let's Travis. See how this goes. It depends on the episode in the movie. Let's let's be honest with that, right? If it's the host, it's going to be me and 
Dreadly against everyone's against Travis. Yes. <laughs> no, no Faye liked the movie. True. Faye liked the host. Faye didn't get so the memo that day. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. And for me, I've basically been editing, podcasting on Travis's show and um, writing this one because it's work. Mm. And that's fun. So we're going to skip news tonight because we didn't pick a story and um, <laughs> that's the sausage in the podcast right there. So um, that's actually the news of this episode is there is no news. We forgot to put news in. No, there's no news. That's right. That's better. That sounds better. It sounds like you yep. didn't do it on purpose. Absolutely nothing happened in the past two weeks. Yep. Well, nope. I already went over it. Chucky and then uh, Halloween kills tomorrow. Oh, that's true. So maybe uh, we don't have to do news anymore. That's Joe fine. Bob's uh, The Last Drive-In with Joe Bob is back. Started up last week. Wasn't that just the... It was just Halloween? the special. That was just yeah. the special? Oh, yeah. okay. I yeah. misunderstood then. I'm sorry. See? No, Absolutely right. no news whatsoever. Not but we did watch bit. the Joe Bob special, and they uh, they played Angel. And I, it's... I'll tell you something about Angel right now. It's a box in the in the video store that I used to see all the time. And I used to go, I really want to watch that. Um, but it looked kind of, you know, like sexy or porny or something or like late night Skinamax kind of movie. So I was never able to get it because of my parents. And you'll learn about another movie that that had the same background as this one, um, being that my parents wouldn't let me rent it because it was too like sexy or whatever. Uh, on Halloween night on Travis's show, because that's a movie that also I wasn't allowed to rent. Mm-hmm. But that'll be fun. Yes. Mm-hmm. Let's move on. And now for tonight's feature presentation. Summer camp. The one with the machete? No, no, not, not, not the one with the machete. No, it was, this one had scissors. You mean garden shears? No, I think he means hatchet. Uh, the one with the axe. It's no, it's a, it's a lesser known, but not lesser loved little early eighties horror thing with some of the most inappropriately horrible counselors and campers ever. Do you remember that guy that you and your friends accidentally burned? Uh, you mean Freddy? Like from Nightmare on Elm Street? No, no, not Nightmare on Elm Street. No, I said summer camp. Scissors. Remember? Scissors. This isn't a guessing game. All right. I'm reading the synopsis. So five years later, you decide to be a camp counselor. Like, who does that? That's like Martin Brody joining the Coast Guard. No, no, no. It's like Alex from Child's Play becoming a toy maker. No, it's like Pinhead becoming a prude. No, it's like Todd becoming a counselor after he helped burn Cropsy five years ago. You know, like in the burning. Oh. No, oh. oh, I quit. Tonight's movie is 1981's The Burning. It's about kids at a summer camp, but it's not your typical Friday the 13th. This movie has the distinction of being banned in its uncut form up until about 30 years after the original release. Specifically, its canoe scene is considered the stuff of horror legend. And our favorite, Tom Savini, even turned down Friday the 13th Part 2 to work on this movie. This was not my first time watching it, but it's the kind of movie that really sticks with you. So. Travis, what did you think of the movie? It was an hour and a half long, um, which was nice. It was it was blissfully short. Uh, it's not good. I'm going to just say that. Um, 
there was there there were moments that I didn't feel were were terrible and there's some decent acting going on but it's it's rough and and I knew going into it what I was what to expect like I had an idea that it was cheesy 80s slasher and I use slasher with air quotes because it's an hour into the hour and a half movie and we've had uh, two kills I guess technically one that doesn't even make any sense for the plot of the movie and uh, then basically two thirds of the body count is in one scene and it's just a lot of like kids at summer camp for most of the movie (laughs) It is basically kids at summer camp for most of the movie. Um, Faye, how about you? Was this your first time watching it? And yeah, how did you feel? It was my first time, and it was very predictable. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, yeah. Everything was lined up, scene for scenes, section for section, A, B, C, one, two, three. Um, it, it's predictable and there. I, I won't say that it's horrible. But it's just there. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And Dreadly, uh, this wasn't your first time watching it. uh, And so what do you think? Nope, this was probably my fourth time watching this. So now I'm here to defend the honor of this movie. (laughs) No, no I'm I'm, I'm not going to defend anything. Uh, So as Travis said, it's a short movie but I feel like it should be even shorter because mm-hmm. I have a feeling they came up with a couple of cool ideas and then they were like, let's make a movie. And then they made the movie and then they were like, hmm, this is like an hour long. Uh, how are we going to make another sexy. half an hour? And some flashbacks that make no sense to stuff we've already seen in the same movie. Yep. Uh-huh. And then make some ago. weird cuts. I and actually, then uh, yeah. just end it, end it, and end the movie. Yeah, Pr- pretty much. Yeah, I actually read that there was more uh, stuff shot with the killer Cropsy that they cut uh, in order to keep him more mysterious on on camera. Um, there was nothing look, mysterious. There was nothing mysterious <laughs> at all. In fact, here's the thing. So the the best part about this movie is the Tom Savini factor because yep. while the, there's not there's not a, it's only like a 10 body count. Um, you can, knowing it's Savini, you can see it because the, the gore effects are surprisingly good for the most part. There's a couple moments where you're like, oh, that's, that's totally somebody's head, like, and then a fake body below it where they're getting stabbed in the neck kind of thing. But it looked great, except for when they revealed Cropsy. And then I read that Tom Savini was given three days to come up with that makeup. Uh, and make that mask. And it's like, well, yeah, I can kind of see that. Uh, you, you, it's not his best work is all I'm saying. Uh, and that's, it's not really his fault if he's only given that much time, but I mean, for me, that's memorable. And then the debuts of Jason Alexander, Fisher Stevens and Holly Hunter, uh, in the movie, um, I, Holly Hunter in the movie, she's a glorified extra. I mean, she, yeah. I don't even know if she has a line. She's just kind of there mostly. She might say something in the in the crowd, but like Yeah. I remember watching this movie for the first time um and it was on Shutter at the time and just going like, "Oh my god, is that is that Fisher Stevens? Wait a minute. Is that 
is that George from Seinfeld? And then like, you know, hearing, I think it was an episode of Joe Bob now that I'm thinking about it, but I don't remember exactly. Um, just like funny seeing them in this movie. And I'm like, how have I never seen this before? And, you know, with doing the research for this movie, realizing that it was banned and like it was hard to find, I guess, which is, I guess for most of us, it's fine that it was hard to find for forever. Had I seen this as, when we were, you know, I think even us, like if I'd seen this when I was younger, I probably would have like a much warmer affection for it than I do because I, I don't. I had a fine time watching most of the movie. Um, just not the, you know, end or parts of the beginning and some stuff in the middle. I, so, I so loved most the of beginning. It. The beginning was the best part. I should, we should yeah. have seen more of that. With the kids? I did like the camp section. It was fun. It's well, not a horror. It's not was, like horror at that time. But you have fun being there with the characters, I find. Yeah. yeah oh, it no, was no. The, 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 the kids talking and their dialogue, like I actually had... Like that was that was a good part for me, you mm -hmm. know, because it's like establishing some sort of, you know, storyline with the kids. But like, oh my god, there was so much stuff that, like, you mentioned it earlier with the um, with the repeating of the flashbacks, which was just dumb, and the whole part where he's in the hospital, like that whole part was just dumb. Um, yeah, that that felt like it was added on just to pad the runtime. Yeah, between that and then his that. first kill, what was the point of him getting out of the hospital and then killing the hooker? I, Other than he's a killer. Like, now he sees scissors or something. He like, just decides, yeah, he, he just gets out of the hospital and his first thought is, well, I guess I'm going to go kill a hooker because <laughs> that's what serial killers do. Is so, kill hookers, right? And it, like, I don't know, that was, that all of that was really, really dumb because it takes you out of, you start off in camp and you give an origin, which was it me or did the actor playing Cropsey give off some very Clint Howard vibes? Oh yeah, yes. very. Kind of I thought it Howard. was him. <laughs> Clint Howard and uh, Jack Nicholson had a baby. That was what I was thinking. Yeah, you're not, not wrong not, there, and I'm, I'm a little Nicholson. disturbed. Who am I thinking of? No, no, no. Um, what's his name? Did you ever see that movie, My Bodyguard? And it's got like the big guy in it and the little kid. He looks like the big guy, which I don't remember who his name was. Was that Adam okay. Baldwin back in the day? I don't remember. I don't remember either. Um, or no, but... the kid from Three O'clock High. Yeah. That's what it is. Okay. You know who I'm talking about? Sort of. <laughs> the only <laughs> thing I can think about with the hooker was that he didn't go there to kill her, but, you know, he gets out of hospital. He's horny, I guess. And then she kind of <laughs> sees him. And she, the reactions he has is like disgust. It's like... Was it's a bit discussed? weird that she's asking, who are you? That's not what, that, that's not something you should ask. It's like, that was weird. But whatever. I think well, she, she reacts that way and he just snaps, takes the scissors that there's just there. It's not premeditated and he kills her. And then he's like, well, I'm gonna, I'm a monster now. I'm gonna get some revenge for some, don't, don't ask too much there. But yeah, it's like, well, know. I've killed, I've killed one person for yes. no reason whatsoever. Yes. I'm just going to wander off into the woods and kill kids now. And also, what you do. just once again, why? Why did she ask, who are you? That made no sense. Yes, that was a weird line, I think. It, like, it you can sense. be disgusted, you, you can be surprised, him? you can be like, ah, what the hell happened to you? But not like, who are you? That's not, that's not, com that's completely irrelevant at that like point in time. Him, but it didn't make any sense. Also, 
Not only is he going to go off and kill kids at camp, but he's going to find the kid that burned him, the one that ended up being a camp counselor, and kill people. I think that's just the same camp. No, it was the same kid. That was was, that was was the whole reveal. Was Todd the counselor? It wasn't really a reveal. You you got that way earlier than the reveal. It was kind of plastered throughout the entire movie. I mean, just in case it wasn't camp though. It was a different camp. It was different camp. Okay. Yeah, it was a different camp, and that was again kind of kind of dumb. But like, just just everything between the camp settings, I didn't understand why that was even there, and then. So like what happened? He he kills the hooker and then just just wanders off. And it's not even scissors that he's using after that. It's giant hedge clipping shears. Yeah, those look so, cooler on the poster. I mean, oh, imagine oh, the absolutely. poster with scissors. <laughs> yeah. Snip. So it was just like okay, <laughs> the hair so, the haircut. Uh, okay. Yeah, is Brutus the barber beefcake? I don't know. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was just I don't know. Uh, you could have skipped that whole bit and it'd have been fine. And what was with that nurse? Oh, honey, you should let go of the hate of those kids that did this to you. <laughs> that too, like <laughs> I, I was, I was laughing during all all of those lines of dialogue as he's walking mm-hmm. down the street. I'm like, what am I even hearing right now? Mm-hmm. I mean, like the, it, thankfully things got <laughs> hard for me to say the word better. Better. <laughs> they got less, less worse. worse. Yeah. <laughs> when we got, got back to the worse. yeah, when we got back to the camp and and started seeing those kids and like seeing Jason Alexander because and and I will say this while nobody's winning an Oscar in this movie for a cheap for a low budget slasher horror movie that was made in the early eighties, Jason Alexander and Fisher Stevens actually pretty decent. The the guy that's playing um, uh, uh, Glazer. Not horrible. He's playing a stereotype, and that's what he's supposed to be. He's not great, but he's playing that part well. Yeah. But there was all Maybe these like want to beat him up. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh, sure. Oh no, every like honestly, there there's not a redeeming character in this movie. Like nobody is good, uh, because they're either they're, they're either Eddie, who's horrible. Yeah. Eddie Eddie is a terrible person. Todd obviously isn't a great guy either because he burned uh, Cropsy. Um, You've got uh, Alfred, uh, who's the weirdo. And the the funny thing with that was that was like a a plot thread that they never really did anything with. He was just weird and put upon. I'm sorry. Let me just say that Alfred wasn't just weird. He was a fucking creep. Okay? Well, yeah, he was. Totally. goddamn creep. Like, not even, like, like, I get your weirdo. Yeah, but I just want to make this point that he was, like, looking at the girl in the shower. He followed the one guy back when he was having sex with the girl. Like and how did that? Can guy we not appreciate see him in that, that scene? scene? Yeah, <laughs> in one scene right you can there. literally see him like two. Right, he's like. I'm gonna say meters, crazy. whatever feet. Okay, like whatever. Uh, it's like he's what? watching. He's just watching everybody. He's like he's just like. Meanwhile, he ends up being the person at the end that is running away from the killer and then lives. And I'm like, he shouldn't have lived. He's a fucking creep. He mm-hmm. should have died. No, I mean, really, the only characters that aren't that aren't terrible are i mean jason alexander and fisher stevens aren't exactly awful human beings but they're not great either um they're kind of just like dudes you know they're just they're just horny young kids whatever that's fine uh the the female counselor michelle was probably the most uh, virtuous of anybody like she just seemed like a 
nice person. Yeah. Um, I mean, most tried, of the most of the girl campers weren't terrible, even though the way they were written was really poor. Uh, yes. I didn't like that. I didn't like how they were written to be like flirty teases that would change their mind, but for dumb reasons. And they, like, it didn't feel like anybody who had met a woman wrote these women. <laughs> so yeah, that's true. <laughs> Facts. The, um, the girl that's, uh, like the boy is trying to get her to do stuff and like, they go off to get naked into the water and stuff. It's just, it's, as as silly as you know you look at it and it's just some guy trying to convince her like the way that he's doing it is coercion basically. oh it's terrible oh, he's that trying was... to manipulate this woman into like feeling like she you know like she asked for this like she wants this and that she mm-hmm. should just come in or he's not gonna like her anymore and he she likes him she honestly likes this terrible guy by the way but you know and he uses this ploy which is why she gets in the water because she's like, well, I do like him, so maybe we can just, you know, like, make out and stuff or whatever. But it's just, yeah, man, it felt really too, it felt so creepy. No, her her character, her character and the blonde girl, Sally, her character, those two, because um, Sally was the one that ends up getting with uh, Glazer, the, yeah. the beefy dude or whatever, supposed mm-hmm. to be the beefy dude, the world's smallest beefcake. Yeah. Um those I said the two, exact same thing. Like the, those two characters were treated so horribly in yes. the, in the entirety of the movie. And look, she doesn't want to have sex with him. She leaves the water, and she gets murdered. Mm-hmm. We're taught in horror movies that like people die for like doing the bad thing, right? They they die for having sex or drinking or whatever it is. She died because she refused to have sex with him. Think about that. And the other chick, because she made, she, I feel like because she made that joke about you know like oh. Well, I need something to keep me warm, you know, because, you know, uh, we're going to use this um, very scientific term called uh, premature ejaculation. But anyway, <laughs> it's it's in the notes for the movie or the IMDb or something like that. Mm-hmm. But just like it's it's very interesting why people die in this movie, because the creepy good, the creepy kid who should be killed for being all, you know, creepy, he doesn't die. But the girls who, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, there was no. This didn't follow conventions of horror films that we that we know. Now, granted, some of that is that a lot of those tropes came about at the same time or after this movie came out because this is 1981. Yeah. So figure. I think I read something where it was written in like 80, 79, 80, something like that. So the credits a lot did of, say 80 a lot. Yeah. Uh, so so a lot of the the tropes and the things that we we associate with. Uh, horror movies the final girl the don't have you know don't have promiscuous sex and and all that kind of stuff was it it existed but it wasn't the trope that it is yet and this movie just said just like was nope we don't care about any of that shit we're just gonna doesn't matter you're gonna die because you're in this scene yeah it was very well because outside Um, of eddie eddie uh, like all the people that die in the raft the raft scene being the you know the one that's obviously what got it banned in the uk and wherever else um, Eddie's really the only one there that is a bad person. The rest yeah. of them were fine. Like Fisher Stevens, again, for being, he's maybe a little pervy, but you know, he's not, he's not Alfred level pervy. He's not following girls to the shower. Yeah. He's just like, you know, he's the, well, he is the, uh, I don't want to say it yet. Cause it was my favorite line in the movie, but 
Oh. Um, but you know, he didn't really deserve to die uh, the way that he did. None of the girls that were on the raft with them deserved to die the way that yeah. they did. But I'm fine with like mass killing. It's it's kind of a fine a fine thing in in within like horror in general because mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. there has to be some kind of body count. So it's fine. Like if a bunch of people are locked in a room and they get fought, you know, die. But just that scene in itself is just such a classic um, horror scene. And it's so funny because, like I said, this is the second time that I'm watching this. But I only watched it maybe like two years ago or something like that for the first time. And it is such like that scene. It stays with you. Also, uh, Dreadly pointing out to me that um, how is he standing on that canoe? Because that's not how the hey, canoe amazing works. balance from him. Okay, stabbing, <laughs> slashing while standing on a canoe and not flipping over. Yeah, incredible. Props. Made no yeah. sense. Yeah, but I will say. Scene. I expected because Faye, you brought up how predictable the movie was, and you're right. It is very by the numbers predictable. But I did think that they were going to find Karen's body in the canoe, not the killer popping out of it. Uh-huh. That was the- what I assumed was going to happen was that was where they were going to find her body. Um, and then more things would happen after that instead of him just, you know, popping out of there. Hey, surprise, stab, stab, stab. Um <laughs> I can see that, but uh, the way the the music was playing and the way that they kept going back to the canoe felt more like the killer's hiding to me. Yeah, I can see that. By the way, the the way they revealed Karen, uh, where Karen was at the end of the movie, was really, really bad. (laughs) Where was she? Now I forgot. When when, uh, Todd is running in the the mine shaft or whatever, and he falls, he he jumps out of the way of the mine cart, and he falls through that wall. Oh, yeah, that's right. And she's in there, but she's not. It's just a still frame of her death scene. Yes. Yes. Yep. I even said it. And they show it like a picture. They show it twice. They just used a still frame and like extra film grain on it or something. And it is that was horrible. <laughs> oh my god, yes. The magic of editing. <laughs> so bad. So bad. Um yeah. Also, um just Oh my God! Karen died first. Remember that <laughs> they killed Karen. They did kill Karen. Karen was yeah. the first camper to go. She yeah, was the second death mean. in the movie. The first camper to go. Also, mm-hmm. what happened to the orderly? He got his uh, arm grabbed. He screamed a bunch, broken? and then we fade to black. I'm what confused happened? why he was screaming. By the way, because he knows how he looks like. He's an orderly. He's watched him, so he knows he's burned. Maybe he broke his arm. And he also know. knows it doesn't hurt because it's not a disease. It's not contagious. Yeah. So I'm confused why he was screaming like that. I Except was confused movie by that purposes, whole scene. Of course. Yeah. I, like that, oh, yeah. he, I like to think he died. That's not, I like to think he died, but I From fear. Yes. Or, you know, he broke his arm or some shit like that. I have no idea. But, yeah. Also, why did they send the kids alone on the raft back? That didn't make any sense. Like, why not? Like, have one of the two counselors should have gone with them. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. No, but they didn't want them to die, I guess. I don't know. It's weird. Nobody oh. said they were smart. <laughs> no, they were not. <laughs> nobody Nobody was smart. Um, uh, Dreadly also pointed out that the time in this movie makes no sense. Uh, well, because they shot yes. everything day for night. So like- with, with the exception of the campfire scene, which was actually shot at night and looks like night. Everything else that's supposed to be shot at night was shot during the day and then, <clears throat> air quotes here, color graded to night, which is, that's a normal thing to do, 
but it looks so out of place. Nothing ever looked like nighttime or day. You couldn't tell the difference. Yeah. But the, At um, one point they were going to bed and then suddenly the dude comes in, hey, it's dinner time. Where are you guys? Yeah. Like, what? Yeah, and then no, later and they're, they're walking. Summer. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, even worse. And then later they're, they're walking and it's like clear out. And then it's like, oh, it's nighttime. What? <laughs> How? Well, they have the whole campfire scene and he tells the story and does all that stuff. And they have the, you know, the, the fake out and the guy in the costume, blah, blah, blah. And that's all shot at night. And then the very next scene is Eddie and Karen walking to the lake. And it's like, oh, this must be the next morning or the next afternoon. And they're like, oh, what you did at the campfire just now was really, was a, was a dick move. It's like, wait, that just happened? Because why is the sun out all of a sudden? <laughs> it made no sense. No, time uh, had no meaning in this movie. Exactly. Like someone said earlier in this episode. Mm-hmm. It's like we put thought into all these uh, things we say sometimes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Most of the stuff just didn't make scientific sense. No. Um, I'm going to say... Do most movies? Oh, also, I'm going to say, does this win the award for longest chase scene in a horror movie? Or Because that was the longest chase scene for Alfred the Creeper that I've ever seen. That thing took like 15 minutes to like run around. It was crazy how long well, that felt. He was being chased for like most of the last third of the movie. <laughs> was just Alfred running away and sort of hiding, but then like clearly in a spot where he could have seen the feet on top of those rocks, but then yeah. coming out from underneath them anyway. Um, so he spent the, he spent the last 30 minutes of the movie either running with the weirdest form of running I've ever seen, by the way, I've never seen anybody run shoulders up, head forward and arms out to the side as they run. <laughs> that is not an efficient way to run. Trust me. Um, and then he and then he spent ten minutes pinned to a wall, like he was stapled to a wall by the uh, by the shears, by the hedge clippers. Oh yeah, with his arm like in the thing. Yeah, that was an interesting yeah. way to pin someone. Uh, I mean, he did eventually, he have I two guess, worked shears them for and his other arm was also pinned. No, that's the thing. He spent like, ten minutes trying to get those things off the wall. <laughs> yeah, because you know, said he bearing, was smart. Nobody said yeah. he was smart. He's got those spindly little noodle arms. You can't pull yeah. on that. Mark Ratner. Did you, did you see him run? <laughs> I can demonstrate it again if you guys want to see it, but mm-hmm. yeah, for the podcast, the weirdest. Uh, that's weirdest a Patreon level coming soon. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> the video of us rolling our eyes all the time. That's a uh, that's all Patreon level. Uh, or just yeah. me shaking my head. That too. Also, so also a fun thing is so they're at a camp. The killer is at the camp. Because he sees his face in the window. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At one point. Then they take a canoe and they go places. I don't know how far, but it was apparently pretty far because they had to take a canoe and they couldn't get anywhere back without it. Mm-hmm. Yet the killer somehow ends up there anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. Unless uh... He also took a canoe, I guess, but that would be weird, right? Well, time has no meaning in this movie and neither does oh. relative oh, distance. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. It made Sorry. no sense. My How bad. How did he know where they were going? How did he get there? What yes, did he why do didn't with all he the stay canoes? at the camp to kill people? Yeah. No. Yeah. Half the counselors the and the old, the counselors See, and the older kids were all gone. They were. That just, camp was full of nothing but young kids and one worthless counselor. Yeah, that should have <laughs> been the movie. They escape. They come back at the camp, and everyone's dead. 
yeah. <laughs> once again i'm a better movie writer than anyone involved in these movies are you apparently so, <laughs> certainly better than anyone involved in this movie that's hmm. true go ahead and write a movie okay yeah so there's that's a lot another of stuff patreon like level <laughs> there's a lot of stuff in this movie like like the destination the time and also, when she gets back and she talks to the worthless counselor, which is, is I'm assuming this is this guy, who's like, stop joking around. Like, she's freaking the hell out. She's yeah, she's, serious. She is giving you no indication of any kind of a joke at all. And yeah. you've got a raft full of traumatized campers who are We're like in raft. tears coming back on a, on a ramshackle raft. That we made ourselves. When you're sitting there, like, was he drinking coffee or something? And he's just like, yeah, and you're just like, oh, just quit joking. Around. Look, oh, this dude God. just uh, lost all these canoes, okay? He's in a <laughs> tough place. Yeah, that was his first question. Where are my canoes? Just throat punch him and move on. Mm-hmm. Just punch him in the throat, take the keys for the outboard, and go. Yeah. The guy's useless. I need the outboard. Oh, my God. I don't even know why they were going back. I have no idea why the other guy was chasing. I just, like, I don't. But they had to find Alfred. That's right. That's why Todd was chasing, I think, was looking for Alfred. That is completely... I also couldn't I couldn't get an angle on what they were trying to do with Alfred. Was he like a put-upon bullied guy? Or was he a weird, like, super creeper? Or was... Because he ends both. up being kind of both. <laughs> and it was just very strange because he, he kept... They kept flip-flopping from, like, making him a sympathetic character and getting treated poorly by Glazer to being the creeper to... Back and forth and back and forth and just yeah. Bleh. I think they were trying to endear you to somebody that was a creeper and trying to make it seem like it was a normal thing or something, but it wasn't. Cause like yeah. I wasn't endeared to him at all. I didn't care if he died. I was sad that he lived, honestly. I think I'm just gonna let that go. <laughs> okay, so here's a question. Did anything in this movie scare any of you? Only that it was made. <laughs> I think Travis was looking for another answer. Only um, that people spent money on it. Um, well, what scared me the most is that you take a canoe ride with kids that can't swim. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty stupid. That was, and not wearing a life jacket or any life jackets in the canoes. Yeah. And they also didn't that. bring any like backpacks Supplies. with them. Yeah. They were going, we're, so, we're going uh, yeah, a couple of days. Nope. <laughs> with, with Going for a couple of days with no food or fresh water. Yeah, that didn't make any anything. sense now that you say that. Wow, this movie made no fucking sense. Um, and that is, uh, I think that's how we feel about this. Aside from the fact that um, most of us just hate it. Um, the burning. It didn't I- make any sense. <laughs> I'm going to say it. The Tom Savini stuff was good. The gore was great. Yep. That canoe scene is fan-fucking-tastic because of Tom Savini. And that's who I'm giving credit to. Also, you know, um, some of the actors were, you know, pretty okay. Um, I also want to point out that um, Jason Alexander is this character in the movie who gets to talk a lot and gets to be one of the friends. But he never dies. He never gets chased. He never gets murdered. But he still, like, has quite a few lines in the movie. And that mm-hmm. surprised me. I felt like he would have died, too. But, you know. Well, again, in a, in a tropey horror movie, he's, if not the first, one of the first three that dies. Yeah. Like, that character 
bites it because he's the funny one. He's the personable one. He's the one that makes you laugh and you kind of like him. Right. Yeah. So he totally would die normally. Uh, he just sort of stops being in the movie. Like they get back to camp <laughs> and he's just like, yeah. He's like um, struggling through the, yeah. Sure. But Actually, that reminds me of another thing that scared me in this movie. So when uh, Beefy Noodle, dude, uh, <laughs> he swims to the raft with the girls on it. And then they shoot him like uh, with a pellet gun or what was it? Yeah, uh, it was like oh, a yeah, BB gun. Okay, so that scared me because the way he was aiming at the dude's butt, if he misses a little bit, he hits the one chick in her eye. Yep. Oh, yeah. He does scare yeah, me. He, he better be a kids. crack shot with it. But then kids she died anyway afterwards, so it's fine, I guess. Die? She lived. That one chick was on the raft. Oh, they killed. Yeah. They killed. Yes. I didn't realize. Okay. Yeah, that's right. You're right. She gets it in the. I think she gets gashed in the skull or something. I can't remember. Yep. Yeah. The, I'm pretty sure gashed to the head. Yeah. A couple of those wounds didn't look like they'd kill people, but whatever. It's fine. But it still looked really good. You know, the scissors through the neck and the gash of the head and the oh my god that was just so beautiful yeah it was it was good work from savini i mean like i say there was one shot of eddie right before he gets the scissors to the neck where the neck's just like a touch too long and so like <laughs> i did not and, notice that and but. and it's fine like i expect that especially in an 80s horror movie for for the era that it was made in and the and the budget that they had, which was not much, um, the gore looked great. Um, I was I was very impressed by that. But that's Tom Savini. Like, the dude's just a champ. There's a reason we love him. Wish they would have um, given him more time on the Cropsy mask, but hey. Yeah. Because it just like, kind of looked like flaking paper mache. Like, it's not honestly, like that's an important part in a horror movie, how your killer looks like. Not important. Yeah, instead, well... <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing is this is sarcasm people at home it, it didn't look good and so you end up not seeing like you don't see him at all until the very end of the movie yeah and then it's like that's the reveal and it's like, Ew. Ooh, that's the and then they kill him by burning him insult the injury <laughs> it's like come yeah. on really yeah yeah i mean i it guess was, you kill jason by drowning him so kill cropsy by burning him stupid fucking ending to a movie let's be honest. was it me or that ending had some weird cuts in it like, a lot he oh, gets in did. there and you see the fire uh, the flamethrower uh, lit and then suddenly it's no longer lit and then he lets it again and uh what i think yeah, there's was... missing there's missing parts there i think <laughs> but... yeah oh we need some more minutes let's just redo the thing there let's no one will notice no one <laughs> They just turn off the, f scare him with the flamethrower, but don't actually use it. Then turn it off so you can turn, turn it on back again. on and scare him again. Because it looks cool. Yeah. No, because, doesn't. you know, if I was Cropsy, that's the first thing I want is something with a giant flame coming off of it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, you have your entire movie set and your poster is using scissors or shears or anything like that. End scene? Mm -hmm. Flamethrower. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Again, having Cropsy attack somebody with a flamethrower is like having Jason attack somebody with a super soaker. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> I think it, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to go back on this because like, maybe he just wanted to give the kids a little of their own medicine back. Also, yeah. what horror? You burn me, I burn you. 
What horrible fucking kids with that skull thing? Yes, that was, I'm still yeah. confused if that was a real skull or they, they spent time making one look real or like the kids, not the makeup department, of course. Yeah. I'm going yeah. to assume it was fake from like a Halloween shop or something for, for the kids. It looked thing. real. Yeah, it did look real, actually. <laughs> Maybe they dug it up. I have no idea. It was a great prank that just went backwards. Well, you know, maybe if he didn't soak his clothes in gasoline. Yes. Also, if you see, if you wake up and you see a skull, <laughs> is your first thing, your first uh, thing that comes to mind, is it like, I will put my hand on that and I will pull it towards me? Well, Listen, he... Based on the way his room went up, he soaks everything he owns in kerosene. Oh, yes. Don't you do so that? So he's probably, oh. you know, the fumes have gotten to him. Oh, he's, you know yeah. what? He's probably a drunk. That's the thing. Because, man, did he go up quick. Yeah. Like that thing touched he his leg everything. and he was suddenly engulfed in, yeah. in flames. Yeah. I'm going to assume. But also, we never learn what crops he did that deserved, you know, this prank. They just made it seem like he was a jerk, but I'm like... They did know. talk about it at the beginning a little bit, but it wasn't very much. Was they just fake. said he was a jerk. They just said he's a jerk yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. They didn't they say, didn't like, like oh, him. he was a piece of shit or he, like, was harassing people or... We don't know if he was, like, really bad or they just thought he was bad. So that's the other thing. And I, I at, at, this, at that point, uh, at the end of the movie, I'd kind of given up on it. Was that still <laughs> Todd? Telling the story around the game. No, that, I think that was, was a that different of be, the five, like was one of the other like dudes, Alfred or something. It wasn't Alfred, definitely, because he had blonde hair. Well, no, I no, just I wondered think... if it was supposed to be like somebody later on, like no, Alfred. No, I think it was one of the original think... peoples. Continuing, oh. there was a blonde one there, and I think Probably it was him. It looked camp. very familiar. No, I just so apparently all five decide to burn someone and then become costers. I assumed. That it was somebody else telling the story, attaching it with the new Cropsy tale. So, like, telling the story of the burning and then telling the story of him killing the kids at the camp. And it was just another person telling. I didn't think that it was anyone, like, connected. But it could have been. It felt like I, a way to make a sequel. I don't know. It was He was telling the exact same story that Todd told. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Did, was Todd the one that told it? I mean, now that I think about it. Todd was the one, the, the one that told the story originally. What an idiot. Why huh? would you tell the story of how you burned somebody? <laughs> like it's a campfire tale. What an idiot. Wow. Yeah. That didn't yeah. even occur to me at the time. Like I said, there's no redeemable people in this movie. Yeah. Step by step. The 13. <laughs> What's the 13, you ask? Well, you obviously didn't listen to episode one. Um, the 13 is a list of tropity tropes and uh, things that you just see in horror movies and stuff like that. So we start with number one, which is kitty cat. And if it's thrown, you get extra points. Was there a kitty cat in this movie? No. No, no kitty cat. All right. Number two, was there a Volkswagen in this movie? 
there, there might have been on the street. <laughs> I didn't see one. Did you see one? Anyone? Nope. I didn't see Not specifically especially. a Volkswagen. There was the one shot on the on the street before he goes and kills the hooker. Maybe there was a Volkswagen that drove by. Yeah. Where he's going around. Those don't count, I think. We should have paid more attention, I guess. But if anyone wants to write in, you know. Yeah. Gore post gore podcast. Gore podcast thirteen at gmail.com or tweet us at gore podcast. Anyway, uh choice location or time of the year, like a summer camp. Yes. Gee, yep. right I think there was a summer camp in this somewhere. Um, Actually, there was a couple. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. That's true. Multiple couple. summer camps. Mm-hmm. Take your pick. Mm-hmm. Okay. Was there a crazy Ralph, Randy from Scream, Dick Halloran surprise? Anyone? No. There really no. wasn't that character anywhere in this movie. Was there anyone that could take a new character? I'd say no, because this isn't really like a, what do you call it? All those movies are like uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? Like the reason that Ralph is a big important thing in horror and the reason that Randy is a big important thing. They're not like, it's not a good movie. How about that? Let's just say that. It's not yeah, a good movie. Nope. We'll go with that. Okay. So no thing like that. Solitude shots. I would like to go first by saying um, the scene that you laughed at with the killer above him on the rocks. I felt like that was a really good shot just because even though he should have seen him, in 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 the case that let's say he didn't like it's just it's really creepy that you're like hiding and you mm-hmm. you know the killer's right there it's an obvious thing but like he's so alone running away even though he's a big old creep um see so i would have said like yeah i would have said uh sally after uh glazer goes back to get the matches because i guess you just don't carry matches around with you ever um it's after they've had uh like mostly had sex and glazer (laughs) yeah he has she hasn't and then she there's a there's a shot of her just like sitting up with the blanket Mm -hmm. from behind right before the killer comes up to her um that was kind of a solitude shot Mm -hmm. that would fit the bill yeah with the girl collecting her clothes that's been stolen and scattered around absolutely totally solitude like just we're with that girl in the Luckily, she found her underwear first apartment, which didn't matter because she died anyway. Mm-hmm. Dreadly? Oh, nothing special that hasn't been said yet. Uh, just want to point out that scene that Travis uh, pointed out with the girl sitting alone in the woods after the sex and then getting cheers to her <laughs> uh, reminded me of the Friday the 13th scene. Mm-hmm. In oh. Which one was it? Which one? Five. Yeah. Uh, which I assume was a nod to this movie. I hope strangely so, enough, a better nod. Like even that yes. being T- one they of improved it. Yes, least favorite Friday the Thirteenth movies was better than this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I wrote, I made a note, and now I don't remember what it is. But I said something about the solitude moment with the blonde girl, and I don't remember what that means. Probably so what I mentioned. Yeah, probably that. I feel like that's not it. But anyway, but I do agree with you. So we got the solitude shots. Uh, number six is meta humor or fourth wall breaking. Uh, I mean, the dude if at you want to get super yeah. technical, the guy the at end. the end. Because he <laughs> looks at us. Oh, that, that dude. Yeah. Oh, my God. He's coming for you. I'm like, what? The oh, no, no. I'm scared. <laughs> but like, given how stupid that was, I don't count it. 
counted double. Do you not carry? Uh, do you not count parody movies? Also, is that like a? And I mean parody, parody spoof movies, not like. Well, no, because those are funny. Some of them aren't. Some true. Later scream movie or scary movies sequels. But scary movies that. are all good. I don't know what you're telling him, but. But no, there was no meta humor. There was no meta humor or really fourth wall breaks. That wasn't a, a big thing at this time yeah. at this point either. So. Mm-hmm. True. Um, What's number seven? That is a fourth wall break, though. I will say that when he looks at the camera. I'll give it a fourth wall break. That's all I'm saying. It's not good, but I'm just saying he looks at us. It's not a good one. I'll let it be on the list under protest. We're the fourth wall. Just remember that. We are. Uh, Number seven, pointless boobies or weird wangs. And I'm going to say we (laughs) saw the whole enchilada. Yep. All over. I wasn't expecting to see and the vagina. The thing about it was like the first booby shot was pointless because it they had already like the the shower scene had gone on for so long and then they cut and they came back to the exact same shot and then slowly back to the camera out to show boobs. I was like, well, this just feels like I don't know. I mean, I get you know, you're setting up a shower scene and that's probably where you're going to get your boobs in a horror movie. But that just felt so weird. Plus, not only that, I was really confused by the amount of shampoo that was in her hair. Because every time they'd cut, there was more shampoo. Like it was self-replicating. What you didn't see is that Alfred was standing behind her and whenever she was rinsing her hair, he poured some more shampoo on it. Okay. Well, seen maybe... Yeah, that's that what he was what doing. Was. Okay. Well, that would be in the spoof version of this movie, right? Yeah, probably. Um, <laughs> but boy, oh boy, was there a lot of naked in this. Yes. Just a whole lot of naked people running around. The one chick is completely naked. You see the, I'm going to add also mooning to the list of, you know, uh, pointless boobies, weird wings, but I need something that's like. Um, uh, Full moon rising. Something, yeah, something like that. Full moon rising or whatever. But it's just like, there was male booties and there was lady boobies and the jj well one one particular walking into the water by the way her only other film credit is a movie the next year called a little sex where she played bathing suit girl mm-hmm. that makes sense but uh, i mean i'm not gonna like go into detail but i'm pretty sure she probably didn't have a great experience on this movie. i would guess not it doesn't feel like that was probably the greatest thing she'd ever done. Yeah. Well, not even. Can we also uh, can we also add weird ears to this list? Or <laughs> stop it, stop it. Just leave the women alone. Look, when yeah, she was in she that had... shower, I could not unsee her ears. Okay, they were. She had weird. like pointy ears that like stuck out or whatever. She's part elf. Leave her alone. That's what I said. I said she's elf. Like my ears are tiny. Um. But yeah. <clears throat> also, her IMDb photo is from that shower scene. <laughs> well, it was either that oh, or bathing suit girl, and you know. No, that's a different girl. Oh, damn. Yeah. Uh, She's the mind. one that doesn't get to have sex before she dies. <laughs> Am I right? Um. Okay. So, yes, so lots of pointless boobies. Lots of pointless boobies. Okay. Uh, retelling, telling or retelling the legend and or establishing the movie's rules is number eight. Mm-hmm. And fuck yeah. 
yeah. We got that they, twice. Twice. Verbatim. They twiced it. I, well, just in uh, case you didn't notice the first time. I mean, no. Yeah. <laughs> well, one and a half times because the the last one they only we only catch the very end of it. Oh, true. Paying attention. I forget what he says at the end, but it's just like so irritating that he's looking right at me. I'm like, stop looking at me, dude. Stop. Exactly. That's why you don't look into the camera. Mm-hmm. Never spike the camera. Spike. So yeah, so we definitely have that. And um there's no rules because nobody knows anyone's killing anybody until the end. Uh scary score. Is this the kind of score that will keep us humming? I'm gonna go to Dreadley first. I like the music in this. Honestly, it was sometimes a little weird mixed because sometimes the music was a bit too loud and whatever. But all in all, not bad, I would say. It reminded me of Sleepaway Camp in certain parts, like the music from it, not like as good as <laughs> just just the music. Like there was certain like, you know, the. uh, You know, the main theme or whatever, there was a slight. There was that kind of synthy stuff that they were doing, but then like they busted out into bluegrass and banjos for the yeah. for the canoe. Oh, the banjos were excellent. Random reason. Yeah, of course and you would like it, Dreadley. It that that mu- honestly that music wasn't bad. It just felt so weirdly out of place because it was that was where the music was louder, and like that scene again. That was sort of a filler scene, right? Because it doesn't really have any bearing. It's just like, hey, look at these kids having fun in the water. And we're going to listen to bluegrass music while we do it because reasons. I wouldn't call this a bad score. It wasn't memorable either, though. Like, I remember that there was a banjo, a song with banjos, but I couldn't tell you, like, I couldn't hum the melody of anything from this. I don't even remember hearing banjos. (laughs) Really? It just kept going. Yeah. I've learned to block those out. (laughs) Block the banjos. Okay, so in keeping with the musical theme, was there a bad dance sequence? Does the canoe scene count? <laughs> um, because hmm. if that doesn't, no. Otherwise, we count six. Otherwise, no. So it was yeah, a bad I, sex scene. It, it was <laughs> a summer camp without a dance. Yeah, weird. Or a camp right. song. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm a happy happy camper. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad that we both went there. Um, Yeah, so no bad dancing. Okay. And for this one, which I'm pretty sure we have an entire list for, uh, someone does stupid shit. Uh Uh-huh. Can I go first? Wait. Go ahead. Yes, you you can go first. Um... Wow, I didn't finish writing my note, apparently. You go first. <laughs> All well, I'm of take the movie. The, I'm going to take the sting out of uh, probably anything you have to say, which is that everybody throughout the entirety of the movie was just one... It was a cavalcade Perfect. of stupid shit. Yes. Nobody mm-hmm. made a good decision in this movie at any point. No. Whether it Especially was the counselors. Especially when they took the job to be on this movie. That was probably the stupidest shit they did. Well, I don't know about that because I know I did read a, a quote from Holly Hunter saying, hey, look, I got paid more to do this than anything I had done to that point in my life. I didn't have to wait tables. I could make my rent and I got my SAG card, my Screen Actors Guild card. So 
for basically being a glorified extra. I think that was probably worth it for her. Um, yeah. Yeah. But like, I was yeah, funny, it's just sure. Yeah. Go with the truth or whatever. Characters, no character in this movie made a, made a decision that made any sense except for, you can almost say Michelle going back to get the outboard, but then it's like, but you're just going to get that. You've paddled all the way back here. So you can go back up the river with a different boat that moves somewhat faster um, to get back Todd and, and creepy Alfred. So, you know, yeah, no, nobody, nobody makes a smart choice anywhere along this. Anybody Including, but not limited to Jason Alexander, getting everybody playboys and hustlers. That was awesome. And the non-lubricated condoms. Like I didn't even, I don't even know why you buy non-lubricated. That used to be a thing. But you shouldn't. I, yeah. all I could think was, ow. Yeah, that doesn't sound, doesn't sound good at all. It's not. Faye, anything extra stupid you saw, Dreadly? Well, I've already noted it before, the whole going on a canoe trip with people who can't swim. <laughs> yes, like, that is stupid. Well, we can why? restate it here, it's fine. Like, yeah. yeah. Even just leave that out. There's no reason to put that in there, because it doesn't come into the movie at all, except for the one scene where they go into the water he can't swim, which is pointless. And then, uh, why? Uh, this movie was full of that, though. There was so many moments where it's like, okay, <laughs> oh, yeah. what point does that have? And then we never, never speak of it again. Yeah, dude can't swim. Okay. So he gets pushed into the water. Okay. And then goes on a canoe trip and it's never. Nothing else it. happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, the continued running around in the circle in that building or whatever at the end. Before the yeah. before he pops up and nails him to the wall, I mean, you're yeah. running around in circles. Stop! You're just going to run into him quicker. <laughs> it was just I, I kept calling it like a like a maze, like it was a stone maze almost instead of a mine, whatever the hell it was. It was just like I, I, just, I don't even know what you're doing, what you're running from. But yeah, uh, that that felt like they stumbled upon that location and were like, oh, let's use this, and it wasn't as big as you would think. So they had to just keep shooting the same part from a different angle <laughs> to make it look it bigger than no it was. Yeah, it just looked like he was running in circles. Pretty much. Also, shout out to the when when Todd gets in there and he has that mine card, what was it, roll at him, which you could see coming 10 minutes earlier already. Yeah. It's like, yeah. When it actually starts running towards him, he's like, wait, what is this? He looks behind him, looks at the cart. He he starts running a little bit, then he stops, looks again. Yeah, the cart's still coming, dude. Uh, <laughs> gravity's still doing its job. It's like, wow. why? Get out of the way. Move! <laughs> These people, I swear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But nobody did anything smart, so everybody does stupid shit. Mm. Uh, number 12 is Final Girl. Oh uh, yeah, Todd. Yeah, Todd is a final girl. Todd was the final girl, and also one of the people that created Cropsy. So you could go with it breaks convention, but yeah, that's giving this movie credit, and I don't want to do that. I would, I would actually say that Alfred is the final girl. <laughs> True. Yep. But um, like in a negative way, and that he should have died, and um, not positive at all. Like honestly, if you wanna if you wanna go because like it's the only girl, you would go with uh 
I forgot the name of the girl counselor that runs to get the thing. Michelle. Like she's Michelle. Yeah. She's smart. She runs to get the thing. She calls for the paramedics or whatever. She gets people there. So like honestly, the if cops. you wanted to call her the final girl, even though she never gets like actually attacked or anything. Yeah. I mean, she's, she's the, the final girl in, in that she's the final girl in that she's the the only female character that we get to know at all that is at the end of the movie. That isn't um, over-sexualized also. Yeah. Uh, and she's also the only character in this movie with a brain stem. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. I'm going to go with that. Um, and number 13. And this is, um, is going to be my favorite because this actually is a Savini movie. But on the Savini scale of gore, it's not the quantity, it's the quality. How many stabby stabs out of 10 do we give this movie? I'm giving this zero stabby stabs because it's actually eight choppy chops this time. Oh, you son of a bitch. (laughs) I mean, if you want to go that route, then I would give it seven stabby stabs and one choppy chop because there's an axe to the head at the end. (laughs) Oh my. Oh my, this is going to get interesting. Yeah, the mm. axe to the killer. Yep. <laughs> How they actually kill him. Because there's actually no way, <laughs> no way anybody's w- waking up from that unless it's Jason. Mm-hmm. I would give it, um, let me. Um, yeah, convert your stabby stabs to choppy chops quickly. Com- convert them all together. Okay, so all together, I would give it. Um, eight choppy chops. Okay. Okay. Because I think that the gore was really delicious. It was beautiful. A lot of the scenes of killing were really good. I'm just going to say like as much as I didn't like the movie so much and it wasn't one of my favorites, uh, it had good gore and that's what the scale is for. Right. You know, Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, well, I mean, Slovenia, so yeah, it's going to be good. Yeah, yeah, as much, yeah, exactly. It's basically the only good part of the movie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. As I said, I think they start with that and build the movie around it. Honestly, I think they should cut the beginning and the end off the movie. And Just have the fun. raft scene. <laughs> Here's your two-minute movie. I mean, honestly, that's really all that's memorable in this movie is the raft because scene. the outside of the raft scene, everything else is kind of boring. There was, I did like some of Jason Alexander's scenes because he's doing that. He's just doing rapid fire and he's funny, like genuinely funny. I liked the line about Fisher Stevens as the bantamweight jerk off champion. I thought that was <laughs> funny and well delivered yeah. because he was definitely like, Fisher Stevens was looked like he weighed about 85 pounds in this movie. <laughs> oh my god, so young. Everybody was just so young in this movie. Really Little known was. fact, actually, Jason Alexander actually did this movie, and because of this movie, he lost his hair. I did wonder at the beginning when I first saw him if he was wearing a rug or not. But then, and then I looked the and I was like, but he's he, he went into the water and it didn't look like fake hair, and he's only 20. I think 21 when he made this. So, yeah. yep. And then he yeah, blew it all out. Start losing it. 
you can lose it by then and then 30 like that's yeah i know people who've lost their hair way younger oh yeah but okay usually it's just like you know yeah i like that that was a i like that travis comes in with like pure facts about the movie and then <laughs> Dredley comes in with his facts about the movie that's how this and works. all of them are true because this is the internet mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so do we have any final words about the burning um it it, it felt like burning mm-hmm. okay yeah. no 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 final words refuse to watch it ever again if it's on and there's nothing else on, I'll have it in the background, but that's about it. <laughs> it it's nothing I'm going to go searching for. I've watched it. It it was a by the books one one, two, three. Do you think if you had seen it when you were younger you would have a different feeling about it, maybe? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Dreadly. Well, I think we've said it, uh, the gore, some scenes good, but overall, this movie is definitely no Sky Sharks. Oh my so... God. You're going to find a way to put it in every episode, aren't you? Maybe. I mean, look, I have, I have seen worse movies than this, but not yes, many. Definitely. It's not horrible. It's just there. Yeah. It's, it's, it's boring. It's... If you want camp slashers, there's way better movies out there. Oh, absolutely. The only thing I will say, I will say, though, that, again, we've beat it to death, but the the Savini work in this is great. Um, Agreed. As camp 80s slasher movies go, this had overall some of the better acting that I've seen in in a movie like that. Whereas there wasn't, like... Glazer and even Alfred, the way that they were portrayed, weren't great, but it didn't feel like it didn't feel like people that didn't know anything about acting. You know, whether that's because you've got actual talented actors that went on to have careers, even though this was early in their career. Like there wasn't I didn't pick out any single person where I'm like, oh man, they should just they should not act at all. Even the yeah. even uh Karen, who, you know, only did one other movie, she wasn't awful. She was fine. Like, and that, that was surprising to me. I kept waiting for that moment of like, where's the super horrible acting going to happen? And it never did. It was like, a like there were, that part of it was good. And I will say that, um, what's his face? Alfred the creep, you know, next year he goes on in 1982 to be in one of my favorite 80, 80s movies of all time, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. So, yeah. you know, that was just seeing him in this was like i loved you as mark ratner you were like you were like the sweetest guy who you know wanted to be with jennifer jason lee or i think that was who was in that movie you know and then mm-hmm. this is just like oh uh, uh, yeah so well um watch it if you can find it it's not not a big deal you know yeah you know whatever D- don't Obviously, don't seek it out it. yeah it's yeah it's not anywhere streaming right now we um uh, uh, Dreadly happened to have a copy of it, and that's how we watched it. Yeah, yeah, perfectly legal. Um, so yeah, I have it on Blu-ray. <laughs> he does have thanks it on Blu-ray. to Arrow yeah. Films. Oh, well, there you go. So, and that will wrap up. Well, we wrapped up the thirteen already, and we went on to our final thoughts. So, really, I shouldn't say that anymore. Yeah, 
So this is the end of episode two. You made it. You made it to the end of episode two. And so did we. Um, now you get to be a final girl or boy. Yeah. <laughs> We're coming for you. Um, so, you know, we'd love to hear what you think. You can email the show at gorepodcast13 at gmail.com or tweet us at gorepodcast. Um, yeah. And, you know, let us know. Follow us. Whatever you want to do. It's all cool. But uh, until next episode, Travis, where can people find you and all the things that you do? Uh, well, you can find me at Twitter as at TVstravis. Um, you can also go to TVstravis.com. Uh, that links to my Twitter and is where you can find my movie podcast, Wait, You Haven't Seen. Um, and the three of you have our guests with me all month uh, as we do Spooktober. Tell Yay! them what the next two movies is. Tell them what the next two movies are. Can you do the next two, or at least just the next one, whatever? Uh, well, I mean, Slumber Party Massacre is coming up this weekend. We're we're recording that one. Also, I don't know when anyone's going to hear this. So, <laughs> so all right, we we've done. But it's still uh, coming up in the next weekend after this again. Yeah. <laughs> well, we we've done the host, and we've done Necronomicon, Book of the Dead, and next we're doing Slumber Party Massacre. Followed by, uh, and then we're going to finish out the month with what we do in the shadows and finish things off on a recording on Halloween, as well as live streaming it at twitch.tv slash TV's Travis, the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Which I have never seen before. Mm. It's that boxing movie, right? Yes. Okay. Faye, where can people find you? Well, uh, with this podcast, as well as on Travis's podcast of Wait, we have You Haven't Seen. Yay. That's pretty much it. And finally, Dreadly, tell the people how they can travel to the bowels of hell to find you. Well, you can find me on Twitter at the Dreadlord, where I'm definitely not active, but still <laughs> definitely follow me for all that activity. Uh, but you can find me more often on twitch.tv slash the underscore dreadlord where I'm playing spooky games all month. And actually all year, but you know. Yeah. You need to play Home Sweet Home. I have it downloaded and I will play it next week. Is just it for you. Freak me out? Aww. Very much so. Is it? Oh god. You're gonna wait for me to watch it. Do it, right? So, Monica, where can people find you? Oh, well, I've been Wicked Kitten 13. You can follow me on Twitter at Wicked Kitten 13. Uh, I do a Heroes of the Storm podcast called Q for Fun. You can check that out wherever you, you know, download your podcastiness. Um, and I occasionally stream on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash Wicked Kitten 13, and occasionally join. Um, dreadly for his scary game streams because i love scary everything games movies books whatever and of course once again going to be on travis's show all four of us obviously it's his show so three of us are going to be on you get my point anyway we're gonna be on travis's show <laughs> stop it every sunday for the rest of the month of october and mm -hmm. yeah and that's it we did it episode two woohoo Yippee! Yeah. Oh, We're I forgot to say there was a bird that was kind of like a cat. So not like a cat, but it was like a bird. You know what I'm saying? There was a bird? There was a bird that was like a cat. So like a cat like scared somebody, you know? 
when the door opens, oh, there's the a bird. bird in the outhouse or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't count as a cat, but it was a bird cat. And there you go. Bird cat. Okay. Cat bird. Yeah. And thank you everyone for listening. And I hope we made it a little harder to get to sleep tonight. Bye. Bye bye. Bye.